Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And I, you know, I always like to react right off the top to whatever's breaking out there. I love to kind of hit the ground running. And Aaron, I don't know if this has crossed your desk, but Drew Smiley had a perfect game going this afternoon, and the uh, Cubs and Dodgers were playing. And, man, this is really a rough way to lose a perfect game. A, uh, I'm trying to see how many outs were. I believe they were in the eighth inning. And Smiley had this thing going, and Aaron, the uh, it's just it's just a little dink is hit, like a little tiny. Uh, I mean, a guy just barely even made it. The catcher's going out there to try to make a play on it, uh, but the pitcher has a play on the ball. Catcher should have held off, but they collide, and that is how the perfect game just ended. Um between the Cubs and the Dodgers. Yikes. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a rough one right there. And I'm trying to see, Aaron, is that Smiley? Oh man, that is uh that is a tough one there. And I believe that was at Wrigley where that was happening. It is the Matt Mosley show, ESPN is Central Texas. And it's it appears, and I think it was Peralta who hit that little dinker, by the way, and Drew Smiley, if he's just allowed to make the play off the mound, he got to it in a hurry and probably would have had the out at first base. So, bummer. Had a chance at a perfect game, and now it is uh, it is gone. Uh, it's Matt Mosley's show. And uh, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always, Stephanie Sports Corner on the way. All right, we're only minutes away from kind of trying to see what Stephanie has in store. Aaron, I'm, you know, she's had some really fun stuff here recently. And, um, and I, I, you know, I thought, I thought, well, what kind of sport will it be today? But I think she's going to get serious today. And it's going to be kind of getting us ready for the spring game. Aaron, and so we'll, that'll be exciting, and she's uh, promised to bring a guest in, so I, I'm I'm kind of excited to see who she may have in store for us, a guest uh, on the uh, show. Aaron, have you seen anybody, like, hanging around, or have you already gotten a preview, or is she keeping the guest in hiding? Is the guest in plain sight to you right now? Yeah, we ain't no. Oh. The guest is here. We have a full studio. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. I am um, I am watching, by the way, Aaron. Uh, I am way into um, 
this Baylor women's golf. They're playing the championship, the Big 12 championships at DAC, place I love, a course I've loved over the years. And the Bears have already played round one today and are in a tie for fourth place, the Baylor women. This is a tremendous, tremendous team. And they're really as talented, probably the most talented team in the conference. But they're going to have to make a move. Now, the good news is you got another round tomorrow and you got another round Sunday. This is not like old high school golf where they just give you one day. If you have a bad day, you're, you're, you're a dead duck. And the good news is the Bears are sitting there in fourth place, but they're only one. They're only three, let's see, five strokes out of uh, first place, which is nothing in college golf. Texas Tech in the lead. Oh, man, Ward White's, if he's anywhere around, he's going to be pumping his fist. Texas Tech women in first. Oklahoma State, the Pokes, the Cowgirls are three strokes back. And then uh, the Bears are – so the Bears are only two strokes out of second place right now. So they're fine. They're fine. And they just need to kind of get this thing rolling. And I was going to see who was up. And as you would think, Aaron – our friend who we've been talking a lot about, Sarah Hasegawa, uh, Sarah's big-time transfer for the Bears, is um, she had the Bears' best finish of the day. Well, this is surprising, though. It was only a 74. She's been going low in tournament after tournament. Must have been pretty windy, tough conditions out there on the DAC Blue course, uh, and that's a par 72. So must have been tough conditions because that's not like Sarah to shoot a 74. And then Rosie Belsham uh, also shot a 74. So the Bears, the, the you know, they, I think they could get better. The good news is their top four golfers all shot 74. How weird is that? You send your top four golfers out there and every one of them shot the same score in round one. I don't know what to make of it. It's extremely consistent, but you do need somebody in the next couple of days to go low and then we'll uh we'll start making the best of this all right um and just kind of keeping you updated on everything um the we got all kinds of stuff going on uh, we're getting ready earlier just a few moments ago uh lebron was doing a news conference and he cut it off and said enough of that bs and is tired of talking about dylan brooks I hope LeBron puts 40 on <laughs> Dylan Brooks tonight. Let him go out there and do that. Now, again, I don't think that game that game may not be till tomorrow. You got Celtics and Hawks going tonight and Nuggets and Timberwolves on the Friday night uh, deal. And the Nuggets are Nuggets will take care of business. Timberwolves tried, and they may play better at home, but the Nuggets are going to take care of business. And then the Celtics will finish up the Hawks in uh, – in short order. So, anyway, we're um, we're getting ready for some Baylor spring game activities. And Aaron, before we do that, let's hear from our Stephanie Sports Corner sponsors. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Oh, yeah, she's in there giving it the business. And uh, Monkey, 
that funky monkey, a Ward. Um, <laughs> well, I've been hearing that Ward is still walking around the studios. I'm really hoping he maybe peeks in today and checks in <laughs> with us. Ward and I have big plans tomorrow. Stephanie, yes. uh, welcome to your segment. Thank uh, you. Stephanie's Sports Corner. And, um, man, I'll, let's get right to it. What okay. do you have what do you have on the agenda for us today? Well, we're going to talk about tomorrow's activities, but I would like to tell you that my good buddy, your friend, my colleague, used to be on the morning show with me, Mr. Ward White. Some call him Coach. Some call him Coach. White is in the studio with us. And I wanted to bring him in here so that you two could chit-chat about what you guys got going on tomorrow morning. At, I believe it's at 11, you guys will be out there. From 11 to 12. So, if you have not met Matt Mosley listeners or Mr. Ward White, I call him Coach, now's your chance to go meet them. So, you guys will be out there from 11 to 12 at Tailgate Alley. Is that correct? Well, uh, that that is that is correct. The timing on that is correct. And we're going to be in a little different spot than our usual tailgating spot which is by touchdown alley okay uh and that'll be the regular season but we're going to be over on an area where some people might remember it's called the uh, uh the heb uh tent is usually out there so we're going to be on that side of the river but we're going to be a little closer to the stadium and as ward gotcha. white's knows uh just a, uh east of the stadium uh, over there by, I think that would be like gate one over there. But we'll be in really good shape, high visibility. And uh, <laughs> Ward, man, it is, uh, it's great. It's great that, uh, I mean, it, it is very rare when Stephanie from Sells allows <laughs> anybody else to talk during her segment. <laughs> so I was, I was a little caught off guard that she was bringing somebody in. But I think that speaks to her level of appreciation for you. <laughs> Ward, good to, good to visit with you, and I look forward to uh, us having having a nice time out there tomorrow. Should be a good time. Thanks for letting me invade your space here during yeah, the right. afternoon hours. <laughs> oh, man, any time. If you're up there, there's Ward does a whole lot for this station, other stations as well. And so, Ward, any time you're around, we want you on the air. You jump in with us. Now, Ward. I mean, I, I'm not someone who uh, you might, you've listened to the program. You know, I like to wing it a lot of times, but I do love you've kind of tomorrow. You've had some thoughts, you know, you know how we're going to kind of set it up and uh, we'll have that one hour pregame to spring game. And Ward, I'll tell you this, I'm most excited. And I know Stephanie has some thoughts on what some of the other things that are going on out there, but from a football perspective, I think you and I are going to need to break down this quarterback battle. And, you know, I think Blake Shapin's probably going to win it. But the young man Sawyer Robertson, uh, Ward, from your part of the world, from uh, out there at Lubbock. What is that school out there, that high school? Coronado? Yes, Lubbock Coronado. Coronado. High yeah. And he's got all the size and all the measurables. Ward, you've been through a few of these spring games. You've played in them. You've coached in them. Do you, I mean, like, give us an idea. Are, are players jacked up for this because it's finally in front of some people? Are the fans more jacked up than the players? What is the, what's the mindset going into one of these things? Usually the spring game is, is more of the celebration of the end of spring training. Uh, so they're, they're excited to get to the end of spring training. 
and kind of feel out where you're where you're going to be going into the fall. Now, we all know that it's turned into a year-round sport that you have workouts throughout the year and, and you work out on your own when you get out of this. But it's more of a, life, a, a celebration. So, yeah, I the guys are excited to get to the spring game. You, you are in front of the fans. You are in the stadium. Uh, but you also get the opportunity to celebrate, hey, we've, we've come a long way what we've done in the spring practices. All right. Well, I'm excited about it. The the green and gold game and the Bears will get out there. And um, and I think one of the things, uh, Ward, we're going to be talking about is how many transfer players. And I know the portals sometimes can drive us nuts, but it can also help your team and it can help in a hurry. And, you know, we saw TCU go from a team that was predicted to do really not that much of anything to playing for a national championship. Some of those portal guys made an impact, and Baylor has several players that have come in through the portal, and uh, we'll hear from Dave Aranda tomorrow. Stephanie, I am uh, curious. You always do a great job on these <laughs> events of kind of telling us everything that's going on out there, and I know the Office of Baylor Alumni has some uh, – things they're excited about this 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 cook-off <clears throat> that's yes. taking place stephanie this is a this could be a fun day and then i know there's another athletic event right there on you know just adjacent to mclean stadium in the tailgating area walk us through a little bit of what's all happening out there at the spring game tomorrow so tomorrow um the office of baylor alumni will as we you've been talking about it all week will be having the barbecue cook-off they, the tasting will actually start at 9 a.m. So you have a chance to taste the pork ribs, chicken wings, brisket. They're even doing a contest for the best tailgate dish. Now, my favorite, Ward and I were talking about this, mm. and he nicks me. I love me some macaroni salad or potato salad. That's not barbecue. It is. It's barbecue. No, it's not. It's barbecue. <laughs> no. It is. It's macaroni. You can't macaroni. put macaroni on a grill. You can't put potato salad on a grill either, but you can put it in a cooler. Well, not barbecue then. It's barbecue. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so you get to taste all that. And then um, I will tell you this. If the game tomorrow, it's free. Parking is free. You need to enter. If you're going to go, you need to enter through gate C. The gates will open at 1030. So you could just swing over, do some uh, barbecue tasting, and then go on in at 1030. And then, of course, as we've mentioned, uh, Matt Mosley and Mr. Ward Whites will be doing their show from 11 to 12. Now, as the day goes on, uh, during the game and before the game, the sideline shop, I don't know if you, you know what that is, where you can purchase team apparel. Oh, your bear gear. Yes, your bear gear will be open. That It's also in the area of Gate C. And then they're doing a family enjoyment for the kids called Cub club which they can get Matt's face- the president of that <laughs> Matt's the president of the cup club um, you can get face painting done for your kids balloon animals you know they make those balloons those dogs like we want to see so- Matt get his face painted yeah tomorrow. Matt you should go get your face painted yeah I uh- with your cool hair <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of it it yeah. was suggested by uh, my my wife that perhaps a uh, perhaps a trim <laughs> in order uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's gotten a little out of control but i did notice that um, the baylor offensive coordinator the other day when we were visiting with him jeff grimes uh-huh. has let his hair grow out he also ward you'll appreciate this has one of those uh 
handlebar mustaches. All right. And on, uh-huh. and on the on the edge of it, it has that Raleigh fingers the style. Twist. The twist. <laughs> and in which you need a little, uh, you know, mustache wax to do something like That's that. That's funny. Or, he should call Stephanie has some of that he can borrow. Yeah, <laughs> some wax. He should make, like, during football season next year, make it uh, green and gold, like one in green and gold. There you go. Oh, oh my. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll, I'll let him know <laughs> just that. Just let him know I mentioned that. Anyways, hey, but then after the game tomorrow, you guys can, uh, if you don't have anything else to do, Tickets are still available. You can go over to the Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium for the Michael Johnson Invitational. Now, I love track and field. I think it's great to watch. And mm-hmm. Ward does a lot of, what do you do, Ward? <laughs> I'm the starter. Yeah, he starts. He's, like, he's the one that's, you know, on your market set, go, but he uses the gun. So he <laughs> he does that. And then also girls softball uh, Saturday and Sunday at 1 o'clock, well, they'll be playing Oklahoma. So, Again, if you don't have anything to do, let's all go out to Baylor. It's been a whole right, day. I like, I like that. And, and you're right. The number one team in the country, mighty Oklahoma, comes in. They've only got one mishap on their entire schedule, on their record this year. And the Bears beat them in a game earlier this season in Waco. And that mm-hmm. caused shockwaves across the country. I remember this that. is, in, in really, in any sport. Um, Ward, I think you would agree, one of the most dominant programs uh, really in the history of women's sports. Uh, that's kind of where this Oklahoma thing has gone in the past four or five years. And to get three shots at them, I mean, honestly, if you win one of three, if Baylor won one of three, it would be like winning the series. That's how mm-hmm. crazy it is playing OU. And that's why you got to hang in there. There may be one of them where OU scores a bunch of runs and you got to wipe the slate clean and get back. That first one's going to be the one. If you can grab one, you go get it. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we got a ton of activities. And then uh, I've got my fraternity. Ward loves hearing about this. My fraternity <laughs> alumni dinner that evening. The nice. Fijis. The Fijis are getting together. Uh, and Ward, guess who our uh, guest speaker is? Um, other... Yeah. Go ahead. Who would you guess? No, I, I, I thought you. <laughs> I was going to, but I, I, I bow. I bow out. Who? Who's the guest speaker? You? Jeff. Jeff Grimes. There you go. Jeff Grimes. There you go. Yeah, that'll be so good. Be really. Nice. That'll be really neat. But uh, oh, he was a Fiji. Right. Well, just I just thought he'd be an entertaining speaker. Oh, okay. We, we've had yeah. Matt Rule in the past. We've had now we did have a Fiji last year, who's now the head basketball coach at Texas Tech. All right. Grant, Grant McCaslin was mm-hmm. one of my fraternity brothers at Baylor. And then he has now become the uh, the head coach at your alma mater. He made so a good move. Ex- that was exciting. <laughs> I don't know. I, lateral move, I would say. No, hey. He did. I think it was. Lateral move. Was, he said he I, I think it was fine. I'm, I'm, I'm very supportive. He's great. And I think you'll enjoy him. All right, Ward and Stephanie, thank, thank you. you. Yep. Thank you for stopping by. That was Stephanie's Sports Corner. With a guest, with Ward. I mean, my gosh, she may start bringing Ward in on a daily basis. I feel like Ward may push back. I I may have to drag him in here, actually. I have to drag him in here. But anyway. No, no. He he seemed eager today. I was Mm -hmm. was, not. uh, But that was... uh, that was fun. Appreciate it, guys. We will uh, Ward and I'll be there tomorrow, and then Stephanie will hear from her Monday, and that'll be exciting. It is time uh, to talk some more spring game, and the longtime beat writer for the Bears, John Werner. 
uh, from the Waco Trib is going to stop by and visit with us. That is next. It's the annual green and gold game from the Bayer Bears live at McLean Stadium this Saturday at noon. Join Matt Mosley and myself for the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show as we'll get our first look at the 2023 Bears in their spring game. You'll hear from Coach Aranda and we'll preview this year's spring game before we send it to John Morris for the play-by-play. Join us at 11 a.m. this Saturday live from McLean Stadium. Brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Barnett Contracting, Lake Air Pool Supply, Maya Fuels, and McAdams and Sons Roofing right here on your home for the Baylor Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select L-Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Hey, you guys, this is Summer with Lake Air Pool Supply in Waco, Texas, and I am your hot water enthusiast here to give you some great news. Lake Air Pool Supply has been in business for over 60 years. We are experts in our field, and we're here to pass that expertise on to you. Lake Air Pool Supply gives you the best service, over 100 years of knowledge, and will customize your backyard oasis to meet your desires with our huge selection of hot tubs and swim spas. Lake Air Pool Supply in Waco on Franklin. We make every day a great day. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. We are the flagship station, and that's why we'll be out there on site next to the stadium doing a little pregame show to get you ready for it tomorrow. 
the spring game is upon us. Aaron, you'll be producing that pregame and then kind of producing what's going on. You know, John Morris and the gang will continue on. And then I hope what you'll do, Aaron, is after you do all that, go home and you kind of record. Well, they'll archive that, won't they, on ESPN Plus. And then you can, so you can kind of listen to John and them call the action. That's not, that's got to be pretty rough, Aaron, because they, those spring games, you know, they sometimes they'll break it open or they'll just kind of make up rules as they go on. That's hard to call a game and, and treat it like a real game. So you have to, especially while John's doing a TV show and they're kind of going down there and visiting with people and all. I don't know what that sounds like on the radio, Aaron. I bet it's kind of interesting, but I think our listeners know. It's just a little different, you know. You don't, you don't need to, you don't need to get too caught up in it. It'll be fun, and then go later. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look on the ESPN Plus, and 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 you know, get ready to uh, watch all the action there after I kind of watch it in person because I think I'll pick up on some things like JJ does such a good job talking about the quarterbacks. I promise you, he'll watch what's happening during the spring game. And he probably already has his guess on who they're going to pick, but he can watch the spring game. And I guarantee you, he'll say to me off the record, oh, I think it's this guy. And he may not want to go on the record with it right now, but I, I, JJ's just kind of wired that way. In fact, we should I should have gotten JJ on today. I'll tell you what, we'll have JJ on looking back at spring game. May do that Monday. And, uh, J.J. is a great friend of the show. All right, uh, Aaron, we've got all sorts of things. Now, I said we talked to John Werner. Baylor is, because of some stuff that happened yesterday weather-wise, they moved their interviews up. So we're going to let Werner do these Baylor interviews, and then uh, he'll be ready to go at like 520 or 525. In fact, Aaron, listen to how agreeable he's being. I said, sorry, just seeing this, John. What about 520 or 525? He says, that will be great, Matt. Thanks. I mean, that that's a guy, you know, it's a grizzled veteran. He could just kind of be like, gosh, I wish Mosley would stop pestering me. I got to write a story. And yet he doesn't care. He's like, hey, whatever you guys need, I'll be here. Aaron, has the whole world continued to talk about the, the loss of uh, their blue check mark? Have you noticed this? <laughs> I mean, I... I well, I, was... I hope you've noticed I've resisted. I I just, the more I see people talk about it, the less. Now, of course, I'm joking about it on here, but on social media, and I've had all, I've had some jokes cross my mind, like things I could say about it. I thought, Aaron, at first, like the, the ability to have longer tweets and the longer videos that I might just pay the 10 bucks a month and do it. But now I'm feeling like everybody would shame me and come after me. I mean, it's because I lost my blue check mark. Who cares? Oh my gosh! There's one guy here in locally that I don't think ever got the blue check mark. I guarantee you, he's happy now that everybody. It's like everybody's <laughs> back to even playing field. None of us have the blue check mark. He's just somebody, Aaron. I won't be specific, but he's somebody that would be really bothered by some people in the media having a blue check mark and him not having it. All right, let's just put it that way. All right, Aaron, I I was talking about it earlier. Drew Smiley's perfect game 
ended in the eighth inning on this weak dribbler. If you get a chance to watch it or go to social media. Oh, I just, Field Yates from ESPN posted it? it. It's brutal. That's, oh, man. That poor I mean, guy. this was at Wrigley, wasn't it? I mean, the Cubs, Smiley's, you know, pitches for the Cubs. Earlier, I don't think I was being as specific as I needed to be. He's pitching for the Cubs. I think that's Contreras that was playing catcher. And, Aaron, it's a dribbler, but, again, it, it he hit it enough that Smiley, especially being a lefty, was going to field it and fire that guy out. Like, I, I don't think that guy was going to beat that out. Let me see. Who was that, Aaron, that made it for the Dodgers, number six? I was trying to enlarge my photo here and see. I mean, it just is a killer. I mean, you know, if a guy's going to lose a perfect game, Peralta. lose a perfect game. Huh? Peralta? Oh, I don't know who the catcher was. I may have that wrong. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the batter I'm I was maybe, talking about. Sorry. Oh, I know. I know. But I said, I'm, I may be working off who was catching for them like several years ago. <laughs> you ever do that, Aaron? You're like watching a game and you're like, hey, where's so-and-so? And you realize he got traded like four years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Peralta. I got you. Uh, that that um, I can't tell you if he runs or not. <sighs> Peralta. Anyway, I think they were going to throw him out. From what I could tell, um, this weekend you heard Stephanie talking about it. Aaron, does that get you? Ex- did you know Stephanie and Sells was some kind of big track fan? Or I mean, I, I did. I mean, she surprises me all the time with some of the things she—a pastor's daughter and a uh, a police officer's daughter. Generally, it's one or the other. You don't have a lot of pastors slash officers, but boy, she. Her dad really, I mean, he was a man for all seasons and uh, still is, by the way, still is very, uh, uh, seems like a really cool guy. Um, Aaron, this is a big spring game will be cool because you'll have all the uh, the recruits in. And I used to have my man, Aaron, uh, Kevin Longquist. You're, and you might be, Aaron, you might be saying to, to me, Matt, where's Kevin been? Like all these, we used to have Kevin on at least once a week. Well, he's kind of stepped back away, and I mean, he's he's a man in his like mid fifties, not like he's old, but I think he kind of got a little tired of all the recruiting stuff, and he's kind of taken a step back from it. Aaron, I just I thought maybe some of our audience might be like, "Where's Longquist? Why hasn't Kevin been on?" Aaron, do you think anybody's done that? Let's let's act like they have, because Kevin would like that if they've been asking about him. But he he does provide great information. And, Aaron, here's what I always do at these spring games. I get Kevin as I leave uh, after talking to Dave Aranda, and I start saying, hey, who's that? Who's that, Kevin? Who's that? You know, they after the spring game, all the recruits will, like, get on a bus, and they'll take them to eat or they'll go do something fun like a crawfish boil or something. And and I don't have any – I mean, I've never tried to pretend to be a recruiting expert. Now, I love reading about it and talking about it, but I don't – I'm not out here trying to break news like, oh, my gosh, so-and-so visited Baylor today. That's eh, not my bag. I like people that do that, though. I'm not saying that's not worthy. I'm just saying I can't do that. Um, but Aaron, now, Longquist, our recruiting insider, has taken a step back. We need a new recruiting guru on the Matt Mosley Show. The problem is, Aaron, every time I debut some great like insider X's and O's, Guess who comes and <laughs> hires them? The Internet Boys. 
I mean, it's just like, oh, Mosley. God, that guy sounds great on Mosley. Let's go hire him. Let's go. And these people pay. Of course, we're we're getting our people to come on with us for free. I'll give them a free meal from time to time. But the the Internet operation says, hey, guys, we'll pay you a little money, but you can't go on Mosley anymore. So, Aaron, it, I don't know what to do on that front because every time we identify some young, up-and-coming, you know, analyst, the uh, the Internet people grab them. So, I don't know. I'm going to keep praying about that. Aaron, the um, Michael Johnson Invitational. I love it. It's named after one of the all-time greats. Uh, Mike Singletary was on campus. I mean, when you're talking about Baylor um, just royalty, there's Singletary, there's Michael Johnson, uh, Jeremy Warner, uh, Grant Taff. I mean, I mean, that's really when you're just talking about just flat-out royalty. And there have been other great players, and, of course, some of these players that were on the national title team basketball-wise. I think Vinny's royalty, Vinny Johnson, Terry Teagle. I think of royalty as people that did it kind of a long time ago, though. So, I mean, Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell and Maceo Teague are all royalty. I had somebody saying yesterday, Aaron, on Twitter, there's some guy out there, and sometimes i got to watch myself because I'm about to crack back on them, and then I go, well, I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're confused. You know, like, I don't want to call them out if they're – because the guy says, why, if, if these players love Baylor so much, why is Adam Flagler leaving? And I wanted to say, sir – and, of course, I, did, I decided not to call him out on Twitter. I just said, that's maybe not the nicest way to be, so I'll call him out on the radio. I, but I'm not even going to give his name. But, Aaron, can you imagine somebody, like, somehow jumping on Adam Flagler for leaving? A guy who played at Presbyterian, came here, <coughs> sat out a year, helped win a national championship, and then played two more seasons after that. So spends four years on campus, is an incredible representative of the university, and you got these idiots on social media. Well, why, why if they love Baylor... Why is Adam Flagler leaving? Aaron, who does he have him mixed up with? Now, if you want to say L.J. Cryer, you're mad at Cryer for leaving, whatever, that's fine. I mean, I hate that L.J.'s leaving. Why is he leaving? Well, somebody got in his head and said, hey, go play some point guard. I mean, you think these guys wouldn't let him play point guard? What do you think it is when they bring the ball up the court? What is that position, Aaron? Oh, yeah, that's point guard. That's the point guard position. I have, I have no clue, these players that go out there and say things like that. Well, I, I think they'll finally give me a chance to play some point guard. What do, you, what do you think you've been – what happens when you bring the ball up the court? You're the point guard. So it was funny, Aaron, that other guy from VCU we had on the other day, the new transfer Baylor, Jaden Nunn, to hear him talking about how he loves the positionless – I mean, it's all honestly how you package the thing. Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell. Do you think Davion Mitchell suffered at all? I mean, he went in the lottery because he didn't – you couldn't call him a pure point guard? No. No, it actually made him more marketable, more versatile. He could play shooting guard. He could play the point. He could guard so many positions. He plays bigger than he is. I mean, this guy's 6'2". And he's and he's guarding these these NBA guards who are six four six five, and 
He's certainly not like the guy from Milwaukee because that guy's taller. Aaron, who's the big guard I'm thinking about that has the, you know, he's got two other brothers that play, but he's so great. The Milwaukee Bucks guard, not Chris Middleton, but, and he's got two. uh, Yes, yes. Holiday. See, that guy is a absolute monster on defense. Well, Mitchell's a lot like him. He's just not as tall as him. Uh, Holiday is freakishly, he's big, quick, tall, strong. He's, he, if you're designing what a guard in the NBA, what you want it to look like, it's him. That doesn't mean, though, there's not a place for guys like Davion Mitchell. How do you think Chris Paul has had like a 17-year career in a perennial all-star? How tall is Chris Paul? I mean, my gosh, it'd be a stretch to call him six foot. Six feet, whatever. That was kind of a combo. A six-one, whatever he is, he's not that big. So anyway, I, I, uh, I didn't mean to go all off on that whole thing, but this this whole thing about oh, I'm get to go here and play point guard. Aaron, I did see, and you may have this in Campus Confidential. We could talk more about it, but I thought that was interesting that another Nimhard is going uh, is going to Gonzaga. His brother, this is Andrew Nimhard. His brother, Ryan, is it Ryan? Yes. This is Andrew, yeah. Ryan is in the NBA now, and I think plays for the Pacers. And he was on that team that played Baylor in the national title game. Really, really good player for Gonzaga. Well, his younger brother has decided to transfer to Gonzaga, and it came down to a battle, Aaron, and this has to get awkward sometimes. It's kind of like Scott Drew going up against Grant McCaslin and Jerome Tang for players. They they were battling for Nimhard between Tommy Lloyd, the former Gonzaga assistant who's now at Arizona, and man, they he and Mark Few were both wanting this guy badly, and the Zags end up getting him. And uh, I, I, Aaron, I I would say Gonzaga's done as well as anybody in the portal. I mean, there's some other people who have done well too, but man, that's a scary team that Mark Few is putting together as the Zags continue to be the gold standard when it comes to consistency in the NCAA tournament with eight straight Sweet 16 appearances. Aaron, that hasn't been done since... Did Kentucky... I don't even think Cal Perry did that. I mean, I think it might have been like maybe Izzo or somebody. I'm trying to think. Coach K probably did it once, like where he had eight or nine straight sweet 16s. That's about the only. And as I – we used to, Aaron, be kind of a zero sum. It's about how many national titles do you have. As I kind of get a little older and think these things through a little more, I'm – what Mark Few has done at Gonzaga, to me, almost supersedes. Now, again, he needs a title. I mean, his legacy deserves and needs a title. But but to do what he's done and to do it over – I mean, think about Baylor. Think about how great Baylor is. Well, Baylor hadn't made it Sweet 16 two straight years. I mean, Gonzaga never goes two straight years without getting a Sweet 16. Does that mean – Gonzaga's that much better than Baylor's program? No, it doesn't. It just it just speaks to 
the unreal consistency that Mark Few, and by the way, Scott Drew would totally agree with that, the Hall of Famer himself, the Texas Sports Hall of Famer. All right, Aaron, it is time for some Campus Confidential. we got a busy five, by the way. We're going to have OU softball talk uh, with a big-time insider from OU. Uh, and, and then at 520, we've got uh, John Werner. But next, we have Campus Confidential. What does Aaron have in store for us? Find out next. It's the annual Green and Gold game from the Bayer Bears, live at McLean Stadium this Saturday at noon. Join Matt Mosley and myself for the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show as we'll get our first look at the 2023 Bears in their spring game. You'll hear from Coach Aranda, and we'll preview this year's spring game before we send it to John Morse for the play-by-play. Join us at 11 a.m. this Saturday, live from McLean Stadium. Brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Barnett Contracting, Lake Air Pool Supply, Maya Fuels, and McAdams and Sons Roofing, right here on your home for the Baylor Bears, ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at TurnerChevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, man. We got college softball coming up. Uh, Our guest has been rolling into town uh, for... And he'll have the pregame show starting at 545 today on the Oklahoma Sooners Network. And that's Chris Plank. And that'll happen at 5 o'clock today. Uh, It'll be great. Chris and I do shows together on Fox Sports Radio, uh, Fox Sports National. Aaron, you might never. (laughs) You may have heard me do a few of those national shows in the past. But for a while, Aaron, they were having me do it on Saturdays from like, Five in the morning till nine in the morning. Oh, wow. That would not really fit your listening. <laughs> right. But, and of course, not mine either. But I was like, well, the money's good. I might as well do it. But uh, this will be interesting. Um, the, this, I mean, this, this is uh, Sooner Sports Network, is where a lot of this stuff goes on. And uh, this Patty Gasso comes to town, the, uh, the coach of the, of Oklahoma. Aaron, that's uh, she's kind of like Gino Ariema, or uh, or really anybody you want to talk about college uh, college basketball. You know some of the all time uh, great coaches and everything. Don Staley, of course. Uh, you know it, it's uh, it, it, it. I mean Patty Gasso. I mean this has been this has been remarkable to. Uh, to see how this, uh, uh, I mean, just to watch how this is going to play out. In this weekend, Glenn Moore, who is a great coach in his own right and has had a tremendous career at Baylor, but what a challenge. Like, I cannot wait to see how this goes. In fact, I've been kind of listening to, uh, um, you know, what Patty Gasso's had to say coming into this series. And then some of the Baylor softball remarks. Aaron, did you see that? Some bulletin board material i mean somebody from baylor softball suggested that OU might be a little intimidated <laughs> i love it i love it i mean i i'm sure coach moore is kind of like really did you need to say that but i think it was uh that was not shaylon it was i think our third baseman that threw that anna watson i think said that and i had to laugh man i'm like man that takes some guts all right, Aaron, what do you have for us today in Campus Confidential? The NCAA today approved rule changes that will speed up college football starting next season. The main one is that the clock will run after first downs in all divisions except for Division Three. The clock will continue to stop after first downs during the final two minutes of each half. The uh-huh. Playing Rules Oversight Panel annually vets rule changes as proposed by the NCAA Rules Committee 
made the recommendations in March. They also approved two other rules prohibiting teams from calling consecutive timeouts, basically no more icing the kicker, and penalties at the end of the first and third quarter will be enforced on the first play of the next quarter and will no longer be untimed downs. It's expected to speed college games up by about the length of seven plays, they think. Well, it's a start. And the, the stopping it after first downs, it's so far different than what the NFL does. And it creates just um, just some kind of – it's always been – I mean, and, and I think it's a logical thing to do because it's like it's a fairly easy way to address – games that last four to four and a half hours i mean there's just it's it's utter silliness that the nfl can for the most part get those games in in that three hour window and you know occasionally one will go over you get some overtime or whatever and it could end up three hours 15 minutes or something but they they rarely go three and a half much less four in college football there's just so many different factors sometimes the uh, the reviews are not as efficient as what they kind of do in the nfl now aaron i do think they've gotten better about um what do they call that kind of like uh or they've expedi uh yeah expedited expedited reviews i i think some of the reviews have gotten better i mean for the longest time though uh, it, it's it's kind of silly when you have to wait for a referee to go running 50 yards away to look in some area. you got people in different studios, TV, uh, or, or like back at the conference headquarters. You've got people in the press box. you got the review people up there. You really have enough ways where you don't need to have big, long delays, and we've had too much of that, both in college basketball and college football. Aaron, are you cool with this, the clock continuing after first downs? Yes, I, I I don't understand why they had the different rule from the NFL, and I like them being consistent with how the NFL does it. Not on everything, but on this especially. And like we talked about, it'll speed the games up a little bit. Now, it'll be weird because you'll get used to doing that throughout the rest of the game. But at the end of the game, at the end of the first half, you go back to the old rules, and the, and the truth of the matter is, Aaron, like if you don't have timeouts in an NFL game and you only have 30 or 40 seconds left, you really don't have much of a chance if you're on your own 20. I mean, I'm not saying it hadn't happened, but you don't have a great chance. College football, you have a tremendous chance. Like 40 seconds in no timeouts in college football – is so far different than, than the same uh, situation scenario in, in NFL. And so it'll be interesting to see how all this plays out. Of course, that'll still be the same case because the last two minutes of the first half and the end of the game, the rule it will still be stopped after first downs, just not the rest of the game. This is a logical conclusion. I don't know why D3 pushed back on this. Um, much of the award calls uh, Division Three games for Mary Harden Baylor. He may have some thoughts on it. I don't really understand what the pushback was on this, but Division Three isn't that weird, Aaron? It's like okay, everybody got the, you got these new rules. Division Three, just keep doing whatever you want to do. 
Y'all just <laughs> right. Y'all you're just good. your guys aren't getting paid to play, so y'all if y'all want to keep doing it that way, that's fine. A couple months ago, there was a story about how Comcast had overpaid the Pac-12 for their broadcast fees to the tune of about five million a year for almost a decade. So the uh, Pac-12 owing Comcast now what looks like about $50 million, fired their CFO at the time, Brent Willman, and uh, Mark Shuckin, who was the president of the Pac-12 <laughs> Networks. I hope I pronounced that right. They have now filed suit. Our buddy John Wilner with his Pac-12 hotline report had an article on that. They have filed suit against the Pac-12, alleging that they did their job, that they repeatedly told then-Commissioner Larry Scott about the situation after it was discovered in December of 2017, and Scott told them not to say or do anything. The overpayments continued for years, and now one of the many problems for the Pac-12 is they are at significant financial risk with Comcast expected to withhold the $50 million in revenue from distribution <laughs> to the networks, which would be about $4.2 million per school until the expiration yeah. of their contract next summer. All right. Well, it won't go that long, but that is interesting. And uh, Big 12's been known to withhold a little money from time to time. Now, uh, that is interesting. Uh, Comcast in pack as if they didn't already have enough problems. I mean, they're going to have to put their games on the CW. I mean, honestly, it's like Gossip Girl. You have to move Gossip Girl off of that <laughs> night so they can run their games. This is um, it's coming out. Immediately uh, I, following I, the hills, the Pac-12 game of the week. <laughs> I, I will say this, though. The Big 12 has not helped them, have they? It's like nobody... The, oh, on no, top have. of them having all kinds of issues on their own, the Big 12 has highlighted that over and over. I mean, I, I'm i a Yormark guy, and Brett and I have kind of gotten to know each other since he came on with me uh, recently, and we had that one-on-one. I'm a, I'm, a Brett, I'm a big Brett Yormark guy, but, man, they unleashed their hounds on the Pac-12. And that Klebikoff, Aaron, you remember that little snotty comment he had that one time, like, he, when they, it was about Brett Yarmark having said, we're open for business. And uh, in the, in Klevkoff said, well, we haven't decided if we're shopping yet or not. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a funny little comeback. You know, give it to the Klevkoff. Give it to him. That's okay. And, uh, but, man, since then, he has had to go into hiding. And they tell me, Aaron, I don't know. This is kind of breaking news. I don't know if I should share it or not. But that PBS uh, is uh, is looking at maybe helping them out. But they say they'd have to move some of that British television, like Downton Abbey and some of that stuff. We'd have to move some of that off Saturday nights to get the Pac-12 on. Public Broadcasting Company, <laughs> or whatever they're called, PBS. Aaron, would you turn it to Channel 13? Well, that's what it is I where I grew up. I, I, would I'd you turn some... it over there and watch some Pac-12 on PBS? I would watch, yeah, I'd watch Oregon State and SMU on the, no, <laughs> whoever's <laughs> left on uh, PBS, sure. I like SMU. I think SMU, I think what would be funny is if SMU 
announced right now that they they have decided they're not interested in the Pac-12. <laughs> That's what I would okay. do if I were SMU. All right, uh, we got a buddy of mine, and uh, nobody knows OU softball like this guy. Chris Plank from the Sooners Network joins us next. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, April 21st and Sunday, April 22nd at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. They also have lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and a whole lot more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show April 21st, 9 to 5, and April 22nd, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. The City of Temple presents the 18th annual Bloomin' Temple Festival in historic downtown Temple, Friday and Saturday, April 28th and 29th. Bloomin' will kick off on Friday night with the Sefco and KPA Engineer stages with Troy Native, Landon Heights, the Chad Cook Band, and closing out the night with Tracy Bird. Saturday night, sing along with Peyton Howie, Waco's own Hooser Brothers, and one of country music's most praised traditional artists, Joe Nichols. Join us for a Bloomin' Good Time and visit BloominTemple.com for advanced tickets and festival information everything we do we do for you save to win at first central credit union only 25 dollars to start your save to win account win up to five thousand dollars in quarterly prizes save to win must be activated january 1st through april 30th first central save to win account is the smartest way to save everything we do we do for you speak with a member services rep for details go online at firstcentralcu.com subject to membership eligibility and application policies member ncua this is espn central texas since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, licensed TACLB 106271E. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. 
Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, boy, I tell you, I've been looking forward to this. And our next guest, he's been he's been discussing travel stops, uh, loves travel stops. It is Chris Plank from the Sooners Network and uh, Fox Sports Radio and every – Chris, it's amazing. I was looking at some of your interviews you did with Patty Gasso, and it's like when you put the all the different Twitter handles, it's like you're on three or four different stations. I mean, how many how many different networks are you on right now? It's pretty impressive. Too many, Matt. That's the key phrase. Too many. Um, I have I have two daughters, so I have you know double the double the weddings and colleges to plan for. So it's just yeah, too many. But no, Matt. I, the the pride is being the voice of the Sooner softball team, and we're here in Waco, and I'm watching OU take batting practice in advance of what I think is going to be a fun one here tonight. Man, what do you think? What do you think of this setting? This is going to be fun. Y'all get this everywhere you go, but to you don't usually see a team that beats you earlier in the in the season. And I wondered if you know Baylor loved that. It was a huge thing, and I kind of wondered how OU would process that. But well, listening to that interview y'all did with Patty Gasso, that's that's interesting. What she said, she says you may beat us once. But you're not, right. you know, teams don't normally beat us twice. And and I, I got to say, I mean, honestly, winning one out of three against Oklahoma is like winning a series. And I think you would be the first to admit that. That's just kind of how it feels. This is going to be a raucous atmosphere. Everybody's excited about this series. Y'all get everyone's best shot. But, but because of what Baylor did, this does take on a little different feeling, this series in Waco, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. It's the it's the one blemish on what's been an, an otherwise you know perfect season so far for the Sooners. And really, to be honest, um, gosh, one of really only two or three games that you looked at and were in doubt. You know, the the, the Saturday game against Texas, the the game against Florida State, uh, and then obviously this the loss here to to Baylor. And it's kind of wild too because it might have been one of the, the worst defensive performances that they've had. But in the same vein, you know, it's not why they, they lost the game. They just – Baylor had a big half inning, and, and Oklahoma wasn't able to answer like they have the rest of the season. So, Matt, I think they take a lot of what's happened uh, – what happened here, and it's been a motivating force for them. It's kind of helped drive them and get them, you know, back refocused. They're a really good softball team for a re- – I mean, they're the best team in the country for a reason, but – I think their performance back here in in February, or February nineteenth to be exact, I think it's something that still frustrates and kind of haunts them a little bit. What about that? Uh, what the Baylor player said this week—the quote about uh, something about OU—they they might be intimidated coming in here. Right. Did that make its way back to Norman? It may have been uh Watson I was trying to remember which player I saw say that and I had to kind of go back and look at it again I'm like did she really mean to say something like that you know how that is sometimes those availabilities you can kind of she might have even said it in a light-hearted manner but boy by the time that gets back 
to other teams, there's no lighthearted in it. It's it's a flat out. Uh, I'm just kind of wondering, did that? Uh, do you think that made the rounds there in Norman? That particular quote I'm referencing. Yes, absolutely, positively, yes. And <laughs> listen, I, I mean, for Anna Watson, she's a heck of a player. And I, like you said, I don't know what the intent was, or you know, maybe they, maybe there is that where you're like, hey, they're the ones that should be intimidated. But you know, Oklahoma has been a team that this season, you know that. They respond in those types of situations, right? And the only time they haven't has been here. I, I, I go back to a game a lot this year, and it might have been one of their, you know, m- most mediocre performances, if you will. Uh, they went to Starkville, and they ended up beating Mississippi State, and the final score was uh, nine to three. It was a nine to three game, and they scored all nine runs in the first inning, and then just kind of coasted. And I remember. You know, from that game, you look back and Mississippi State had said some things and something from the dugout fired them up and Oklahoma went out and put a nine spot on them. Now, granted, after they put the nine spot on, they they, they kind of let up a little bit. But, I, I mean, it's just I, I, I don't understand having to add that to it. Hey, you won the game. It's a heck of a win. This yeah. You've got maybe you, – you, you've got two of the best non-conference wins, not just in the Big 12 but in college softball this year. Well, and three of them, right? Because you beat Tennessee twice and you beat Oklahoma in a non-conference game. But I just – Oklahoma's already motivated enough coming in off the win, um, I, I, or off the loss here when Baylor beat them. I don't understand adding anything extra. So maybe it wasn't how it was intended, but I, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's definitely made the rounds here, that's for sure. Chris Plank joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You will get to stay in town for a couple of days here. I'm going to be sending you some various places I think you need to go um, to get some meals in. I think I will make it. uh, I'll be out at the ballpark at the Getty, we like to call it, tomorrow uh, and got to kind of check in, and I'll see if security will let me – peek in the booth there to say hi but uh this this team fascinates me uh this OU team five players I was just looking at that list that y'all had up on the website that uh, Mm -hmm. on that uh, 25 top 25 finalists for a USA softball collegiate player of the year now y'all are no strangers in Oklahoma to having a bunch of players end up on this it's still kind of wild that you would have five though I mean that's a um that's kind of crazy, and the entire start, the, the entire pitching staff, right? And, and there's five <laughs> people that are listed on the pitching staff for the Sooners, but really, you're talking about a three-person rotation right now. Kirsten Deal's a freshman that's getting her time in, and and eventually, if time goes right, you know she's been trip. I guess maybe not time, but development goes right, and then she's going to be in that mix too. But yeah, I mean, and and it's not as if you're looking at numbers that you can't they are legit, right? It's not someone who's just had all they've had, you know, a handful of at bats or we're only like 20 games into the season. I mean, we're at the 40 game mark and you're talking about, um, let's just look at Jada's numbers, a 477 average. She has 11 home runs and 32 runs batted in as your leadoff hitter, 22 of her, what? 51 hits or extra base hits, right? Tiara Jennings, 436 average match. She's hitting 436 and it was kind of a slow start, but she still has 10 home runs this year. And then you mentioned that, that the pitchers being the finalist. I mean, you're there's one ERA that's above one of those three. And we're talking about pitchers that have started 38 of the 40 games for the Sooners this year. So it's truly 
as good as they were last year, I feel like this staff is better, a little deeper this year. And, um, boy, the offense, offense stagnated a couple of times, Matt. We've seen some unique mm. approaches against Oklahoma, and at times it's worked. But I'm really I, – I think it goes without saying how how incredibly blessed Oklahoma is with a boatload of talent right now. All right, and what do you what do you all make of Dari Orm? You see some pitchers across the country. She's put up some great numbers this year. She's had some incredible moments. Um, and you saw her in that in that uh, one you know game. I'm trying to think. She had pitched one and threw a perfect game in that same series. Yeah, that same weekend. And yep. yeah, that same weekend. What is it about her? That that kind of differentiates her from from some other uh, you know elite pitchers that you see. Oh, I think I think she's just a competitor, Matt. I think that she's I think she's got, and this is a compliment, by the way. If if, if you haven't covered or, or listened to softball, she's got filthy stuff. I mean, it's just dirty. Not, and that's a complete and total compliment for the kind of movement she has. She throws hard. Um, you know, the, the only issue I think that Orm that I've ever seen her have against Oklahoma is either a, when her defense doesn't help her out a little bit, or, you know, last year, a couple of times she had walks. I mean, you, you go back to her performance in four innings against Oklahoma earlier this year. I mean, she only gave up one run in four innings and it was an unearned run. And, you know, I, I understand that we're, it, it, it sucks with the injury that took place. It is, you know, knocked out one of the best players for Baylor. And and I, she was fantastic in the circle the last time the Sooners uh, the Sooners uh, faced her. But I'm, I'm telling you what, man, an Orm, she's an absolute stud. And I was trying to go back while we were chatting here, look at 2022, when, when Baylor came to Norman, Orm pitched a gym in the Sunday. Yeah, here it is, six and two-thirds, only allowed four hits, uh, gave up three runs, probably should have won the game. Um, but there was a, a, a mistake late that gave the Sooners more life. So I can't tell you how impressed I am with her. She's She's been one of my favorite players in the Big 12 to follow over the couple seasons that she's been here. Uh, and, again, Leah Benford going down sucks because she's just so good at what mm-hmm. she does. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like Orm a lot. and She's given Oklahoma problems in the past. Where does Patty Gasso, like, when she's out recruiting, she gets these amazing, and I bet she identifies these people very early on. We see these great players from the time they're like 7th or 8th grade, but there's just an enormous talent pipeline. Is it really because of this program being such a national program? It doesn't matter. It's California. I think she even has California ties, doesn't she? Um, Is it just from all over? Is there any region in the country where she seems to load up on more? When you see all these great players, what's what's sort of the common thing? And is there any place that they seem to always show up from? Yeah, you know, you hit hit on the head. I think there's a lot of California talent, but... You know, that's one of the things that I dig about this team right now is how diverse that roster is as far as states are concerned and regions. I mean, if you look at, and I, I won't go through the whole lineup, Matt, I'm sure your audience would care less for that, but, I mean, there's one Oklahoma player, and it, she might be one of the best players on the team in the season that she's having in Riley Boone, and she starts out in left field. Then you've got, you know, California, Arizona, Alex Starocko, the transfer from Michigan, she's a Chicago product in the suburbs of Chicago. Kirsten Deal, who's probably the next wave, is from North Carolina. 
Uh, you're going to probably see a lot of Jordy Ball this week. And she's from Nebraska, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily as centered as the sport used to be, where it's all California and that's it. It's still really important to make sure that you recruit California well. But you're starting to see. I mean, I'm watching Jada Coleman take batting practice. I mean, she's from right up at the Colony in Texas. So it's a very, to me, it's it's not necessarily central in one region. I would say it's just Patty's going to go out and get the best players that fit what she wants to do. And the best players want to come play here because, A, they're going to play in one of the best softball facilities that's ever going to be built in Love's Field, and, B, they're going to win. And and they're going to have a chance to potentially play professional softball if they want. So she's just – she's got it cooking right now. She is – um she's the softball what – I mean, any comparison you want to make, she's the softball what Kirby Smart and Nick Staben have been to football and – uh, just this this program as a whole is just really in a good spot right now. And the main reason is the championship mindset that's preached by Pat, Patty Gasso. That's funny you didn't say Lincoln Riley. You didn't mention him in that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play defense. That's right. Chris Plank joining us from Fox Sports Radio, Sooner Sports, Sports the uh, voice of Sooner softball. I mean, that is really cool your association with that team, and I bet they, boy, and talking about that loves, that's funny. I mean, most times people are bragging on, especially come this direction, on Bucky's, but boy, loves does have those huge Oklahoma connections, and and so I kind of understand that, I, but I did see that tweet. I'm like, what's he so excited about loves for? And then I, it occurred to me. Yeah, I'll love you more if you pay me money. But in this instance, the true thing is, is, I mean, and just not not making light of it, but that investment that Loves has made in this program is huge. You know, it's if if, when you get a chance, Matt, if I I don't know if, if we'll get a chance to get you back up to Norman again sometime soon. And who knows? It might even be by the time it's built. But just the actual layout, when you see the square footage that's being taken up, the amount of land, the acreage, it's just, it's, it's wild to think how big this facility is going to be. Uh, and man, that's been a great partnership. The, the loves family, everything that they've meant to Oklahoma sooner athletics. And now that pigeonhole focus in softball, it's a big deal, man. It's a big deal, not just for OU softball, but I think for uh, college softball in general, because if it works, I think you'll see more companies that'll say, all right, let's go make, let, let's put our name on something here and, in Waco, let's put our name on something here in um, Starkville or wherever. I just think it's—I think it's—it's it's going to show the incredible growth of this sport that will continue. Ooh, I like that. The Bucky's Bucky's at the Getterman or something like that. We go. might go with that. Uh, this brought to you by Central National Bank. I mean, you're mentioning your sponsors. I need to mention one of my uh, my, my presenting sponsor. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you one question about spring football in Oklahoma. Uh, tell me what's going on. I mean, I, I you know, we, we monitor the, the portal. I, I saw a discussion the other day at quarterback. You've got some young talent coming in. Gabriel, I mean, if you look at some of the stats, stats aren't that bad. But obviously the win total is not anywhere close to what you're used to there. Is there excitement? Is it guarded optimism for this season? I mean, isn't that crazy, by the way, that Baylor, that schedule comes out finally, and the Bears and the Sooners aren't even meeting this year. Plank, that's very upsetting to me. Especially in a year whenever the Sooners were coming here. Um, Yeah. So it was very upsetting to me, too. I, I, I will never understand that. 
I'll never understand sending uh, Oklahoma and Texas to new schools and not sending them to traditional rivals. But you ask specifically about the Sooner football team and spring, yeah. and spring ball. They got their spring game tomorrow, April 22nd. Um, it's a 2.30. There, there's been a big push around this. I think each coach can decide how they want to view the spring game. For Brent Venables, the spring game is going to be a big deal. Um, in fact, last year they had over 300 players coming back. This year they have 400 players plus coming back. Wow. It's kind of become like a reunion weekend. You know, last year they had the Baker Mayfield statue. This year they've got the Kyler Murray statue. Uh, OU has a statue park, Heisman Park, where they have bronze statues of all their Heisman winners. So there, this is going to consistently be a big weekend for Brent Venables as long as he's the head coach at the University of Oklahoma. Now, as far as the team is concerned, we're about to find out. Um, you know, Dylan Gabriel has had a really good spring. They've, uh, they seem to be pleased with some of the guys that have come in out of the portal. Rondell Bothroyd is the name to get to know. Transfer from Wake Forest to get after the quarterback. Um, it, it's, it's just it's going to be fascinating, man, because you saw Jaden Davis, a guy who had been playing quite a bit of corner last year, enter the portal. Um, and Brent Venables basically said, hey, he wanted to play nickel, and I, I are in the slot, I guess I should say. And I'm like, hey, we got enough guys there. And so he left. They, they were playing him outside. So is that a case now where these young guys have been so impressive, he might have a freshman starting cornerback for OU this year? Um, they, 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 they brought in Kendall Dolby. They've got a couple transfers that came in the past. But I, I just – it's a fascinating spring again because we've never ex- we haven't experienced something like this within the Sooner Nation since 1998, and a lot of people don't know how to act. But at the core of it all, Matt, there is still a very, very deep-rooted belief that Brent Venables is the man and that he's going to get it done here. So I think that's what you're seeing from this fan base more than anything. There's questions galore, but they believe that Brent Venables has done it as an assistant and he's going to come out and do it as a head coach. Well, this was fun. I appreciate it. And uh, we need to get on, do some radio together again soon. Folks, uh, listen to us on our our Fox affiliate here in Central Texas when we do those shows. Now, I don't like when they ask us to do it like 5 in the morning or whatever. That's not really a strength of mine, being up that early or being – I'm not clear-headed even in the best of hours, but certainly not at four or five in the morning. But uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's keep after that Shapiro, the uh, the big time uh, radio executive, to get us back together. But I'm so excited to have you in Central Texas, and I'll try to peek in there and say uh, hello tomorrow. All right? Yeah, man, would love to do it, man. Matt, thanks so much for having me on. I'll talk to you soon. Hopefully tomorrow. It sounds great, Chris Plank, Sooners, the voice of. Uh, Sooners uh, softball, it's really a cool deal. He's uh, associated with one of the great programs in the country, and it's a traveling show, man. When they go on the road, people want to come out and see them, and in Baylor's case, they've already put a lick on them earlier this season. They're trying to avenge that, and so this is going to be really interesting. If Bears can, I think these games are going to come down, honestly, to surviving for about two or three innings. Now, if you get a couple of runs on the board, uh, great. That doesn't mean they can't come back, but you you do have to kind of survive two or three innings and then just settle into a ball game. This team, if you don't watch it, they'll put the avalanche on you, and uh, it'll be it'll be interesting. But uh, this is a always fun matchup. But with the Bears being so much improved, it's just kind of 
put some life back into this rivalry and this series coming into town. This thing's been sold out for weeks now. And um, I, I talked to Glenn Moore this morning. I mean, he is ready. And the Bears, I, do, I, I, I agree with Chris. I do not know. I don't think I would be poking the proverbial um, sooner uh, with any comments, but the Bears are confident, and they weren't, you know, they decided to get out there and express that. All right, we're going to have none other than the legendary Waco Trib writer, John Warner, to talk Baylor spring game. We'll do that next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. My name is Jeffrey Check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, it is a big weekend, a green and gold weekend in Baylor Athletics that includes softball hosting number one Oklahoma and the football spring game. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Your springtime experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event. This month at Allen Samuels in Waco, say big and get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,500 on both two- and three-row options. Or if that isn't enough, get a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. Plus, first responders get an extra $500. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams at Allen Samuels in Waco. The future's bright, the time is now, destiny is calling, can you hear the sound? This isn't just another song, this is the soundtrack of life at Baylor. There's a spark in your heart and a violence in your eyes. If you're ready to take a big step toward a bright future, tap the banner below to check out the music video for a glimpse of life at Baylor University. We Where lights shine bright. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is a monster weekend here in the spring. Baylor baseball on the road at Texas Tech. They'll open their series tonight at 6.30. Baylor women's tennis won yesterday for love over Kansas State. They advanced to the second round, the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament in Lawrence, Kansas, matched up today at noon against Oklahoma. While the Baylor men open conference tournament play this morning at 9, also against Oklahoma. Baylor softball home this weekend, hosting top-ranked Oklahoma. Games tonight at 6.30, tomorrow at 2, and Sunday at 1, all three on 101.3 FM from Gatterman Stadium. And Baylor track and field hosting the Michael Johnson Invitational today and tomorrow. It is a stellar field for the home meet, says head coach Michael Ford. Iowa was a last-minute ad. Um, they had some bad weather. They were going to have a home meet. They had some bad weather. Um, my girlfriend actually is a coach at Iowa, so they felt that they could come here, and <laughs> we allowed them to come here. But I think with with Iowa, with you have a 
you have Kentucky being here. They're they're always nationally ranked. You have Nebraska, a big and big squad. Uh, and Texas Tech, of course, in our conference, and K State's in our conference. So they'll be here. So we we'll have the competition, um, and then you put on with the pros and unattached athletes coming to the meet. It'll be a pretty good meet. Michael Ford and Baylor track and field hosting the Michael Johnson Invitational today and tomorrow at Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. And Baylor football wraps up spring drills hosting their green and gold spring game tomorrow at noon at McLean Stadium. It is free and open to the public, parking free as well. Baylor's spring game tomorrow at noon. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Chance Wilcox 
Libby's life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. This is ESPN's. Oh, man. It is time now to talk to John Warner, the uh, the beat writer, the beat man for Baylor football. <laughs> and uh, has been doing it for a few years now. Also a guy who knows this Baylor softball program as well. What a weekend it is that we have ahead of us. A, a spring game, which we always get excited about. And then a packed out, a sold out Getterman Stadium. The Getty is going to be packed. And I just spent most of the 5 o'clock hour previewing with the voice of Oklahoma uh, softball this series. I mean, John Winslow, I mean, it's, that's, it's, it's a pretty, I mean, can you remember a softball series that had this sort of buildup? It's, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, Baylor's playing really well. OU, two-time defending national champ. Number one, they're probably a little fired up since they lost to Baylor here earlier in the year in February, 4-3, to three, a non-conference game at the uh, Getterman Classic. I would imagine they're coming in here with a whole lot of motivation. Yeah, and Patty Gasso, I looked up, I was listening to a radio hit or something she did earlier, and um, she said, I mean, you know, I thought they might kind of play it down like, hey, just another game kind of thing. And, boy, she she had some kind of interesting things to say. And <laughs> the main thing being, it's hard to beat us twice. And <laughs> I, I, the, I think – they have no intention. Like, I think Baylor would have to feel pretty good about winning one of these three. If they won two, we might just call off the rest of the season. I would go ahead and just <laughs> try to go ahead and go with the nat- you know, claim a national title and not play anymore. One out of three would be great. But, boy, they're not going to make it easy, um, John. And no. I, 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 th- this is something that's been on their mind and while they, I think, tip their cap to the Bears, I think they feel like they're a lot better team here in April than they were when that when that game occurred. Well, uh, after that game on February 19th, I, I went over to OU um, to interview Coach Gasso, and she talked to her team a long, long time. Uh, they don't lose very often, so uh, they probably went over a few things, and now they've had, you know, kind of two months to stew on that. And, uh, I mean, they're a great team. <laughs> they have the top three ERA leaders uh, in the Big 12 on their pitching staff. They have five of the seven top hitters in the Big 12. They lead the country with a 380 batting average. Uh, they're way up there with 76 homers. I mean, they're a powerhouse, and they just don't lose very often. And they will be, uh, like I said before, they will be really motivated here. 
Yeah, I think highly motivated. John Warner, who's always motivated. John, we had some we had some breaking news occur. Like, you know, as you were kind of getting ready to come on, I know you probably had been tipped off to this earlier in the day, but University has a new head coach, and he comes from, well, Baylor, and also has been at Midway, the defense coordinator. There was some thought that they might go with somebody who had been on Kent Laster's staff, and they had some good candidates, and they've decided to go with a uh, former defensive tackle from Baylor, Karon Johnson. And I was talking to you earlier uh, before you came on or before we went on the air about, like, trying to kind of think back to his career. And, boy, you remember uh, covering him with the Bears, but – I mean, this is a young guy. I mean, he was playing for Baylor right around like 2010 and 2011 when they started winning those uh, those bowl games. And when Art kind of got things rolling a little bit with the Bears, this is a uh, – I think it's a big high. I think University needed to answer but because Laster had gotten it turned around. You can't afford to take a step backward after you finally back in the playoffs. And, John, I, I think uh, – I think there'll probably be some excitement uh, around Waco with this hire by Ed Love and his group. Yeah, it's definitely an, an interesting hire. You know, like you said, like you said, he's pretty young. He's in his thirties. Uh, I do remember him. He was a good player. Uh, Phil Bennett had just come here in 2011. Uh, Baylor's defense improved quite a bit that year, and and Kayvon was a really solid lineman for them. And uh, that was, of course, RG3's Heisman year. And, uh, you know, the defense stepped up and played a lot better than they had been. And uh, But, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, you know, uh, Midway obviously struggled last year. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Their defense really struggled. Um, so, But, obviously, uh, University sees a lot in K-Ron, and, and they like his potential as a head coach. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Going after old Shane staff out there, going to turn into Midway, and we'll see how that goes. John, John we'll be out there at that spring game tomorrow. Boy, you're going to have to wear a, a lot of hats tomorrow, but that doesn't bother you. Very versatile reporter. Uh, I hope you'll stop by if you can. They're having the uh, uh, Office of Baylor alumni is having that barbecue cook-off, and uh, our old friend Blake Blackmar. Anthony Papa Ray from back in the old days with oh, uh, yeah, I remember Papa. Papa's gonna be there. Last year he won the cookoff by one point over Blackmar. Wow. So you have to do chicken. I think there's like a brisket, there's steak. I mean there's a lot involved. Ribs, I think there's some ribs involved and uh and they really get after it out there on the grill. Like Blackmar has purchased all this equipment. I mean, he's dedicated a lot of his life, and I think his wife would prefer him maybe not spend as much time on the grill. Well, he was right, telling us. Uh, he, he's legendary, <laughs> you know, on the grill. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, see him on Twitter all the time, and, uh, yeah, he was a really good lineman for Baylor, too, but, uh, you know, he probably, you know, uh, kind of got his feet wet cooking for some of his offensive line, fellow offensive linemen, and, uh and he's really developed his skills there. So that, well, that's I, the key. I, you got to develop yeah. your skills. Yeah, I'd like to see you like on a green egg or one of those uh, 
Yeah, Weber or whatever they are. There's some. There's one of them that's really uh, something. Oh, Traeger. I think you would really enjoy doing some work on a Traeger. Now, Whoa. John, are are you feeling that this quarterback thing, they kind of know they're going to let them play it out, see what happens. Um, I, I think there have been cases in the past where maybe the spring game has had some impact on the thinking, but they just know so much more about shaping. Now, it says a lot about Sawyer Robertson that he's come in here and he's turned so many heads and he's won over so many players. Like, I don't know if the guy's going to start at quarterback, but he leads every Bible study on campus. I mean, he's a this is a big-time leader that has arrived. What are you, what are you sensing is the ba- where the battle is right now, and, and what are you kind of looking for between these two quarterbacks in tomorrow's spring game? Well, I do think Blake is the leader. I don't know if Dave will announce that this spring or not. But, uh, you know, every interview you have with Coach Aranda or Coach Grimes, they, they mention his leadership skills, how they've really improved since last fall, how he's been more outgoing and more vocal. And uh, But I think probably having Sawyer Robertson has probably kind of pushed that a little bit because he seems like he's a natural leader, uh, just a very friendly personality. Uh, you know, his teammates are pretty drawn to him. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, of course, uh, you were there the other day with Coach Grimes, and, uh, you know, uh, Sawyer has pretty much been an air raid guy his whole career. So he's really had to learn uh, more of a pro-style approach with Coach Grimes and the wide, wide zone scheme. So he's had a bit of a learning curve here, uh, but it sounds like it sounds to me like Blake's still the leader. But but, but we'll see. Well, I found it interesting that those uh, new guys, the transfer portal guys, are making such an impact. And one of the things Dave mentioned in an interview I did with him a couple of days ago, you know, and we'll have to keep our eye out for him, John. That Mike Smith, that linebacker that came in from Liberty. And then, of course, we heard from uh, uh, Dave the other day when you were out there, uh, Keytron Jackson from mm-hmm. Arkansas. These are not just kind of – in the past, the, they've been good players that came to the portal, but in some sense they were kind of complementary-type players to people they already had. I'm getting the sense that these guys are not coming in here like, hey, we just want to help out. These guys may be your frontline leader – best players on both sides of of, of of the ball. And and that is a little bit different. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just a little bit different thing for Baylor. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Uh, Dave has said that a couple times already. Uh, these transfers are going to be some of the leaders on the team. And part of that is because they lost a whole bunch of fifth-year seniors last year, guys like Connor Galvin, Dylan Doyle. So they need guys stepping up into leadership roles. and But not only uh, are they leaders, these guys are talented. Keytron Jackson, Coach Grimes was talking about him the other day, just how strong he is against man-to-man coverage. They didn't really have a guy like that last year. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, you know, he, he's a very good linebacker, good leadership skills. you got the Barrington brothers on the offensive line. They're both probably going to start. Uh, you got Isaiah Dunson, cornerback from Miami. He's got a good chance to start. 
uh, Dominique Richardson, running back from Oklahoma State. He's going to play a lot. I mean, the transfers they have are really going to be like uh, valuable players on this team. And a big reason for that is because they, uh, they have a lot of young guys this year and they need some veteran guys who've, you know, been in the wars more to step up. Have you been around these Barrington brothers yet? I'm kind of, I mean, it almost sounds like some kind of financial institution or something. I'm, I'm kind of excited to get to know these guys a little bit. Are they, do they look a lot alike? What, what have you been, have you spent any time around the Barrington brothers? Uh, let's see. We had Clark out there uh, for interviews. Was it? It's a couple weeks ago. But yeah, he's real outgoing. I think Campbell's a probably a little uh, more quiet. Uh, yeah. But they they do look very much alike. <laughs> you know, you know, they're a couple years difference in age. Yeah. Uh, but they really, you know, fit into that offensive line room. Um, everybody likes them. Of course, this O-line group, it, it's really a work in progress with all the fifth-year seniors they lost. So they, they needed those two guys to, you know, really step up and, you know, be integral parts of that offensive line. But, yeah, yeah. I think they fit in quite well. Yeah, John Warner from the Waco Trib. John, last thing I had for you, what about that tight end room? Wasn't that funny the other day? They had three tight ends, and then somebody remarked, yeah, we, we were in a meeting the other day. We had nine tight ends in there, and and while they'll miss Ben Sims, great player. I mean, he he had a great, yeah. unbelievable pro day. But with Drake Dabney coming back from surgery, looking great when we visited with him, but but this new guy, I mean, you mentioned a ton of transfers. I don't think we got around to Jake Roberts yeah. from UNT. Roberts. He looks like he's going to be something. And then, and then they just kept going right down. I think it was, was it Gavin? I mean, it's just like player after player. And, of course, not all these guys can be on the field at the same time. But that does seem like even without Ben Sims, with Kelsey, um, Johnson, some of those different guys, that, that could end up being a real position of strength for the Bears. I've never heard of nine tight ends on a college football roster especially these days, you know, with all the air raid attacks and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like, and Coach Time said, that's that's the depth he's been wanting, you know, in, in the three years that he's been here. So, yeah, it sounds like they have a lot of potential there. Jake Roberts was a really good addition. Uh, you know, Drake Dabney was having a really good year until he broke his leg last season. So he'll be motivated to come back. Uh, Gavin Yates is, is a really versatile guy. Uh, he can play fullback too, so uh, that sounds like a pretty deep room. I, I mean, that, that's a ton of tight ends. Yeah. Did you hear that when I asked that Jake Roberts about playing with the oldest quarterback at UNT, the oldest quarterback in the country, Austin Oni was either twenty nine or going on thirty when he finished his career recently with UNT to try to go pursue the NFL. And he turned around and he said, yeah, the guy's old enough to be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. He was also talking about yeah, a little uh, barbecue for, for his tight end room. And uh, he yeah. had to ask his mom for extra money. 
<laughs> so you don't think maybe he's got as big a NIL deal as some of these guys in Austin, perhaps, when you're still asking your mom to, to put a little extra money in there? Yeah, probably not. I think with that many tight ends, you ought to do something fun with NIL. You know, you got nine tight ends. The tight ends ought to kind of brand themselves uh, in a sense and come up with some kind of marketing idea. I really think, John, if they would turn to us, we could really help them with some of these NIL things. (laughs) But I've noticed nobody ever asks us for these things, or at least me. But, uh, well, they really should. All right, John, you probably have to go right, but uh, I just, Friday before a spring game, sometimes I just kind of look at my, I'm kind of thinking what I want to do for the day, and I was like, God, I'd like to talk to John today. So I know they, they changed some things up. Thank you for being amenable and uh, flexible yeah. with your schedule and uh, always fun to visit with you, and I look forward to seeing you either uh, at the football, the softball, all the fun stuff tomorrow. Yeah, just take your pick. <laughs> all right thanks john okay see you matt there he goes john warner from the waco trip the venerable sports writer uh and john and bryce and i were at the texas sports hall of fame the other night and uh aaron we had a had a great we were back there with jay jay black the executive director genesis was back there hanging out with us a little bit what a tremendous staff that is Aaron, by the way, my as usual, my phone has played out on me. Can you please reveal to me, Aaron, what time it is right now, if you would? Give give the time and temperature. Oh, good. Okay. Aaron, Aaron has said it is it is time to perhaps take a break. I thought, I kind of sensed that, Aaron. You'll be proud of me. Uh, it is time for something we call the dismount. A couple of items to share with you as we uh, send you off into the weekend. That is next. From the Bayer Bears, live at McLean Stadium this Saturday at noon. Join Matt Mosley and myself for the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show as we'll get our first look at the 2023 Bears in their spring game. You'll hear from Coach Aranda, and we'll preview this year's spring game before we send it to John Morris for the play-by-play. Join us at 11 a.m. this Saturday, live from McLean Stadium. Brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Barnett Contracting, Lake Air Pool Supply, Maya Fuels, and McAdams and Sons Roofing. Right here on your home for the Baylor Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A-style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Dozens of 2023 Buicks are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick, a prestigious luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape and premium drive of a Buick SUV on a test drive today at Richard Carr. Right now, qualified buyers get a 2023 Buick Encore GX at 3.9% for 60 months, plus save $1,000 dealer discount or save $3,500 on a 2023 Buick Enclave Avenir. In stock, see dealer for details at Richard Carr we give you more how about serving delicious Central Texas style barbecue and all the fixings at your next catering event Hellberg Barbecue caters all size events from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full service weddings including appetizers charcuterie tables and more and they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers including a rebate on additional jobs Plus, a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbirdsbarbecue.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we got to say goodnight to you guys. Uh, it is uh, the Dismount, and uh, time grows short. But uh, it, this evening, all the former Baylor players will be gathering together, and they'll be grilling throughout the night. There's going to be... Oh, a bunch of people. Dave Aranda is going to have an event for some of the former players. That'll be happening, I think, this evening. And then some of the play- the people competing in this cook-off, this barbecue cook-off. I mean, steaks, chicken, ribs, brisket. I mean, it just it's going to be a lot of fun. And then the turn-ins will start happening tomorrow morning. Oh, it's somewhere around like 9 to 11 and by 11, I think we'll have a champion. We'll have the cook-off champion. Blake Blackmar, who was on with us yesterday, is really presenting a tough challenge to Anthony Papa Ray, former Baylor Bear. The, um, the big news today, University has a new coach. Karon Johnson comes over from Midway. Former Baylor football player. Played some fullback. Played defensive tackle on a couple of bowl teams, right, as... Uh, RG3 and Art were kind of getting things turned around at the 2010-2011. Uh, at Here comes uh, K-Ron, and he's had a nice career. Young guy, obviously, has been out there at Midway as their assistant head coach to Shane Anderson. And, man, he's going to be the new coach at university. A little bit of a surprise 
hire here, but I think it's an exciting one. And uh, we'll see where this goes. Hopefully he can build on what Kent Laster was doing. All right, everybody, have a tremendous weekend, and we'll see you Monday at 4 o'clock. Thank you, Aaron. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's number check.